I, the all or nothing thing. Like the drink's got to come out of your hands. You can't play footsie yeah. with it anymore. It's done. You've crossed that threshold. You're no, there's no going back. There's certain threshold that you cross with drinking and drugging. There's no hope for moderation. I know that's going to sting to hear some people that are still in that phase. <laughs> yeah. There's just yeah. no way to do it. And trust me, I have tried. I tried for four oh. years, right? <laughs> yeah. Four oh, years yeah. straight of just right experimenting with moderation, right? This is the Knocking Doors Down podcast for those who look to be inspired by individuals who have turned their lives around, be it from the depths of addiction, trauma, physical and mental health issues, and found a way to live a purposeful life. Because that's what Knocking Doors Down is all about. And my guest is Matt Gardner, mastermind behind Recovery Roadmap, where I'm not only a friend, I'm a client. Yes, I have worked one-on-one -on -one with Matt as well as in group settings during my recovery, which I'm excited to say coming up on three years and Matt's been a vital part of that. As well, Matt is working with another group called Freedom From Alcohol, doing amazing work. Matt and I dig into some great stuff. We have a lot of laughs because of our friendship. We also talk, uh, both of us recently lost some pets that were near and dear to our heart. And Matt shares what he learned through that process of losing his cat that he had had for a long time that it really taught him about love and being attentive to those you care about as well we talk about changing the story you tell yourself about yourself and how that is life transforming plus we dig into knowing the why behind the substance use and abuse plus we dig into the concept of no days off are there really ever days off and if not, what do we mean by it? Plus, he and I reminisce about how moderation just wasn't an option for us, much like many other people. We have a wonderful time. You're going to get a lot out of this conversation. So do me a favor. Please hit that subscribe button on whatever podcast platform you're listening on. If it's Apple Podcasts, leave a rating and a review. And if it's Spotify, hey, please leave that five-star rating. I'm seeing a real nice uptick in listenership to knocking doors down. Please share with somebody else you think will get value out of the podcast and enjoy this episode. My friend, Matt Gardner, the mastermind of Recovery Mode Roadmap, uh, doing freedom from alcohol, which I really haven't dug in with you on. I want to find out more about that. It's good to see you, my friend. Yeah, I could always good to see you as well, Jason. Thanks for having me back on. And uh, yeah, this is how we first met, right? The, the, our, yeah. How we first met story is uh, I was on your show <laughs> some some moons ago. I was going to say July of 2022, I, I believe, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's been on a there, yeah good year and a half maybe about yeah, yeah something like that yeah. you know i needed some canadian canada in my yeah. life so it was like time right. to connect with you <laughs> yeah, that's right we call it up here uh CanCon, so canadian content it's like an actual like bylaw on the radio stations you have to play x amount of per, per x percentage of canadian content so we get a lot of tragically oh. hip and nickelback up here i know you're you know a big fan of nickelback so yeah man you fit in right right in up here let me tell you you'd be a, you're a great honorary canadian <laughs> <laughs> so it's well yeah. i do have lineage at traces back exactly so right? you get like a lot of stations with brian adams it's like a lot of brian adams man yeah. one more time yeah yeah well the thing is he's got a broad uh spectrum of hits but yeah summer 69's up there uh, you know the robin hood soundtrack the <laughs> everything i do do it for you that one comes on you know yeah no he's got uh, some stuff yeah, I was, we were uh, watching, I think it was the, the Ted TV show off of the movies, the ones that Seth MacFarlane did. Yes. And there's okay, a scene yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> and they're like, so you're saying everything uh, you do, you do it for us? Yes, everything I do, <laughs> yeah. I do it for you. <laughs> for you, yeah. <laughs> oh, we got you. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Oh, uh, tremendous. Shoot. So good. Uh, hey, you know, I love gratitude. You and I have conversations about it actually quite frequently. Yeah. Um, yeah, three dude. things you're grateful for today, my friend. Yeah, this is a good one. I uh, just from, you know, our previous conversation, as you know, there's a bit of a transition potentially happening in my life. So I'm happy for my house today. Like I'm really grateful. Uh, just not sure how much longer I'll be in this place has been, uh, coming up on 11 years now. So very grateful for my house and my yard. Also, my dogs, uh, we just recently had one of our pack cross the Rainbow Bridge, our cat, mm -hmm. Trout. Uh, so both the dogs, specifically my beagle, has been taking it quite hard. He's kind of got that dog depression thing going on. So I'm really grateful for the both of them. And then uh, grateful for my my wife, my lovely wife, Darcy, uh, who is uh, works on the roads. So just her presence in my life, uh, regardless if she's here or not. So that would be my top three. How about yourself? 
Yeah, Darce is the best, man. Uh, yeah. Boy, I always have to go higher power first and foremost because that's what mm. I answer to every morning and, and just ask to be guided and like let it work yeah. through me. Um, as you know, with the work, just to let people know, Matt's been a big part of my recovery, especially over the last two years. It's almost two years, huh? Close to two years, yeah. 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 So I've been doing some, some Matt's helped me with a lot of work. So we're going to actually get into some of that because I really want to share that with people and, and let them know how you're available to maybe help them through that way. Um, so, I, you know, that higher power, my relationships. I mean, I've met so many wonderful people uh, all, all over the United States that uh, and globe, really, like I was thinking about, it, I'm like, man, I have literally talked to someone on every continent on this podcast except wow. Antarctica. And I'm waiting <laughs> to figure that I'm, I'm going to yeah, right. figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, not sure what the population is. Though. Is that where Santa is? No, Antarctica <laughs> no. Is south, right? Okay. Yeah, North like Santa Claus. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Santa, Claus. Santa Claus. There you go. Crumpus? I don't know. Where is Crump Crumpus? <laughs> yeah, Crumpus. I think he was German, isn't he? Yeah, that's German. Yeah, You're right. Yeah, uh, you got that covered. Yeah. And then uh, thirdly, I, you know, I don't think we, I don't think we embrace love and the whole spectrum enough. I know that you you had a your your kitty cat go over the the uh, rainbow bridge, and we had our dog go missing. Um, and yeah. we're kind of at that assumption point that that too would happen. And, you know, and it's hard. You come home, the, you know, your pets become a part of your life. I mean, how many of our conversations where your cat jumped up and yeah, like, wants your attention? Every time. And, <laughs> you know, I've had it where we've done our some of our calls and meetings in our recovery group that you lead and, and you know, Layla's barking or would poke her head in and, you know, <laughs> so that. it's like. Love that stuff. Yeah. It's hard and it hurts, but yet at the same time, you get to embrace that beauty of of loving something. And sometimes, you know, that that loss at like in losing a, a dear person near the end of last year, too, that it's like I really examined love a lot more and that appreciation mm. for the time that you get. So I, I yeah. just, um, yeah. yeah, a lot of gratitude for, for love. Like it's yeah. in the whole spectrum. Not just the yeah. feel good stuff, but the, yeah. the whole spectrum of it. I love that, man. Yeah. That's, uh, you know, I, I just want to share, a, a, I guess, a quick story about like what my cat taught me for sure. It's like, you know, she'd been around for, it was like 16 and a half years. So I think that's depending on which website you look at anywhere between 85 and a hundred cat years. So she was old and you could tell having a hard time. It was right as a cold snap it was occurring here up here in Edmonton. So it was like minus literally minus 50 with the wind and that's Celsius. So um, it's around the same for Fahrenheit when you get that, that low anyways. Yeah. So she was just having a tough go of it. Right. And it, so was time, um, you know, and it was actually, I've had a couple of dogs that we put down and it was very peaceful. And this one, for whatever reason was, she, it was kind of traumatic. Like she had a hard time with the sedatives and, you know, yeah, it was, it was not a pleasant experience. It was, a, it was a little bit traumatic and, and then the next day, even though like I knew it was time and I've had this, you know, put my childhood dog down, I've done this. So I'm like, okay, I like, I, I know what to expect. Right. I didn't really know though. It's like the next day I was like, man, I got up to feed her. Right. Uh, she's always, the, she's so consistent. Is basically <laughs> right. what I'm going with this. Cats are so more so than dogs. Even they just have these patterns, these patterns. They just, and she'll, like you say, she'll hop up anytime I'm on the computer. Boom. She's on my lap. Almost to the point, it's like, it was like annoying, you know I mean? <laughs> but then it's instantly you're, when you're talking about love, like it's, as you know, I, like I missed it immediately. Mm -hmm. And I, I didn't expect that. I thought it was like, okay, no, it was her time. I, I, you know, I've had, you know, my dad passed away. So my, my best friend at 33 passed away suddenly. And I have this like, uh, you know, relationship spiritually with like, you know, this idea that they're still in my life sometimes even more so than they were before. Right. I have a, a better relationship with my dad arguably now than I did when he was here and that sort of thing. So I, I comforted by that, but there was still something that was pulling at me a bit. And that was like, man, I feel like I, 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 um, sort of overlooked her, right. Because she was so consistent. And I saw that in myself as well. That's like one of my buttons, like this perception that I get overlooked because like I'm a constant in a lot of different people's lives. And I wish that I have this desire to be like more to people. Um, not realizing that, yeah, it's just, 
don't know. It's really hard to explain. I guess it's just no, that. I, just, I, I felt it. like I was overlooking her and I felt there was like this, like, um, yeah, this kind of like a uh, sore spot in my heart from it for a couple of days. And, yeah. and even talking about it now, it's, you know, I, I wanted to share that because it was, you know, on the subject of love and everything. Um, yeah, yeah much love for her. And like I said, my, my dog Bentley, we couldn't figure out what was wrong with him. Cause he, you know, he gets sore stomach every now and then as a, you know, especially purebreds tend to, um, but it wasn't that. And then we like, I looked up the symptoms as like the depression, right. Cause he got him when he was a puppy and he was essentially kind of raised almost by this, yeah um cat right and and uh so you know the pack member is gone and and yeah so he's he's kind of feeling it too so yeah. yeah that's that's what's going on over here for sure no i started to get a little little wet-eyed there you know yeah. hearing you talk yeah. about so i know it's, yeah yeah it's it, and i get what you're saying too about about how you with other people i, I know for me that's I don't know that it's a character defect or whatever, because I just love in the way that I love, you know, mm. like checking in on people. And I was yeah. thinking about this morning, an old coworker that I was like, well, that freaking guy never checks in on me. Why am I going to check in on him? Sure. And it's like, yeah. well, that's kind of missing the point. Like, <laughs> right. Like you that's are conditional. You, yeah. You are yeah. who you are. And maybe that's what your gift is to, to reach out and communicate with, with people in that way. And so it's yeah. like, yeah. Not everybody loves the same. It's 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 all yes. different levels and and yeah. and in the reality too that I've had to accept and I think we've talked about this is some people will mean more to you than you mean to them. And yep. you'll mean more to some people than they mean to you and that's just that's just how it is and it's okay. Yeah. Like it's that's totally right. okay. Yeah. Absolutely. That's a, yeah, a great way of putting it and one of the lessons that I learned from that was through the the band that I played. So I've played in a band for um yeah, 17 years, I think, with the drummer. And early on, it was like, you know, it, I'm, I'm the songwriter and I'm just wondering, like, why are, you know, wondering why these, I'm not kind of getting the same buy in with the guys. And, you know, they're happy to, to, well, it was early 20s too. So I was just like, why aren't these guys getting the same buy in? Why aren't they as excited? And, you know, I, I had this realization one day. It's like, well, it's like, these are like, I wrote these songs and I should be grateful. And I am grateful that they, choose to play these songs and support me with something that I've created. And I just really changed my mindset around it. And very much to your point, it's like, yeah, they, they love them. They still love, they love playing it. They love supporting me and all that. It's just different. It's a different like level. Right. And it, I, yeah, the expectation or the condition, it's a sort of a conditional love uh, that I was placing upon them or like wondering why, why aren't you in the same, you know, level as me is like unrealistic, unfair, um, yeah, it's like kind of out of the ego, but it's just a lesson I had to learn. Right. And then as soon as I was able to switch the mindset and go into like, you say the gratitude part, um, I'm super lucky that my best friends want to help me get these songs out of my head and give them some life. And that's the way that they show, you know, the love and appreciation. So mm -hmm. just switching the mindset was all, you know, huge, huge. Well, mindset's just huge for life in general. And it's some of the work that you've done with me, we did, you know, we've done story work where it was, you know, things that I would be struggling with and we would really write out the story that I was telling myself about myself and the yeah. ability to go in and change that story, which we all have, because yeah. I don't know if people realize this, but, but our memory and imagination sit in the same part of our brain. Mm. So it's like, Right. The, the way you and I've had this because I'll I'll check in with with my brother, my best friend, my parents to a certain extent on things and and ask them about things that happened or how they went to get their side of it too because like <laughs> memory can be fallible, man. Like Ooh, big time. Yeah. Like it <laughs> it took me a long time, you know. And I've talked about it with you, you know, the the car accident that I was in. Mm -hmm. My story was for the longest time was, oh, a dog ran out in front of me. Mm. No, okay. I did yeah. that on purpose because I didn't want to live anymore. Ooh. And Oof. so it took me a while to, to like have to take dip, ditch that story mm -hmm. in my recovery and being like, oh, I got to be more genuine with this. Mm. And yeah. so, you know, we can do that. We can convince ourselves. It's like the, oh, you know, for sure. I, Right. The, I'm a, how many people have you worked with that? Uh, 
I'm the worst piece of shit on the planet. Mm -hmm. I'm not worthy of anything. I'm yeah. a I'm a god awful terrible person. It's like, are you really the worst person on the planet? Yeah. Is the that worst? Really? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I yeah. mean, you know, kind of the story work and that you're doing, mm -hmm. and and not only your value, but what you've seen with people that you've worked with. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's like uh, the old Carl Jung uh, statement. It's like change your story, change your life, right? And there's an old Stoic. Uh, quote that I really like. It's something in the si similar to it's not your life circumstances that get you. It's your story about your life circumstances that get you right. Things just happen. And you know, uh, the universe gives you uh, it's all about like you, the way you frame it, right? It's like you have an opportunity or you have a problem, right? It's, it's it really what, how you decide to focus on something, right? And words are important, right? So the story, the story of process is like, it's breathing, how is your breathing? You know, are you in a mild stress response, right? A lot of these old stories, if you're bringing up and they're problematic in some fashion, I guarantee you're either holding your breath or like when you're typing it up or you have that shallow chest breathing, which is like a stress response, right? So, you know, I, I, I've heard a, a great quote. It's something along the lines of, um, you know, fear and excitement show up the same in the body. Yeah, mm. uh, it's just really it's again it's like the the mindset that you have. Are you going to be curious? Are you going to follow that excitement, or are you going to retract and be fearful of it? And there was another one just to take that quote one step further. Uh, it said something along the lines of like fear, uh, or sorry, excite. Fear is excitement without the breath. So mm. if you can tell yourself to take a nice big deep breath if you have this like anxiety this fear about something you're nervous about a job interview just do that the deep breathing right the deep diaphragmatic breathing even three or three to five big deep breaths four seconds in four second exhale and then you're going to signal to your body no this is you know and then you can you'll be able to you'll have that connection the body mind connection of like no i'm excited about this you're calming yourself down you can get your wits about you and then you can convert that otherwise nervousness or fear or anxiety into an excitement and a curiosity, right? And that's really, I'm sure for you, uh, you know, when you're doing uh, some of the MMA uh, gigs, right? <laughs> Where it's just like, man, you got that, you, you could either be fearful, but you got that like kind of swagger because you had the experience, right? But probably the first time you did it, I'm sure you were a lot more fearful than you were nervous, right? <laughs> but my point is, it's like very similar the way it shows up for me. You know, I'm playing live music. It's the same thing. I have confidence and competency now that, I just, I just feel the excitement. I imagine to be the same way with like public speakers where like, Hey, I've done this and what used to be fear is now excitement. And that's kind of where I'm going with this is like the mindset yeah. shift and then adding the breath. And then, yeah, like we were saying with the, the story work. So then, you know, thanks for bringing that up. It's, it is so important. And it like, when we talk about it in say an early sobriety, it's like, what are the old stories? Okay. So obviously triage is get the drink out of the hat, right? Of course. Yeah, right. That's number one. Uh, get the drink or that, drug or whatever it is. Or drink yeah. or drug or whatever it yeah. is. Uh, get that out of your, out of your hand. And that's triage. So that's step one. Uh, and then after that, it's like, you know, the Gabber Mate thing of, you know, uh, addiction or sorry. Yeah. Uh, say for example, alcohol, alcohol is the secondary problem. Mm -hmm. The primary problem is why you're drinking, right? Yeah. And so a lot of people put a lot of the effort into the alcohol. And again, just removing the alcohol. And then that's what you're thinking. That's what you're focused on. Just don't drink, don't drink. Well, your focus is still very much on drinking. And then that's where the FOMO comes in. That's where the resentment comes in. That's where the dry drunk behavior comes in. If you don't change anything else in your life, other than just pulling out uh, alcohol, man, you're playing with fire. First off, you're, you're yeah. relying on willpower. You're going to be resentful to other people. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, yes, somewhere I do. Yes. Right. <laughs> We've been there, you know, yeah. and that's where you have those slip ups, right? It's where you, you, you can have those backslides. If, if all you change is just removing something, oh man, it's just, it's, it's leaving you, um, leaving you open to having that, uh, those, those backslides, isn't it? So yeah, that's what I'd love to be able to, yeah, just speak to the story work, the mindset aspect. But if you have anything, uh, kind of, yeah, no, I want, I, I want to get into that more. And yeah, you know, yeah. You, you brought up, uh, it's funny, depending on where you live, we all say Gabor Mate a little bit different. Yeah, right. <laughs> Gabber, what did I say? Gabber, Gabor, Gabber? I, I, yeah, I don't know what's right or wrong, but, uh, you know, and he does really talk about the, you know, substance use, um, 
disorder from a different framework. You know, a lot of yes. people say disease, whereas he really targets the nervous system response and the desire mm -hmm. to change that, uh, you know, which which I put a lot of a tremendous amount of weight in it. I don't discount it from a, you know, the disease type of approach, but I mean, it really is at the end of the day, we're, we're looking to change how our body is feeling in the moment. I mean, you said it right yes. there, you were, you know, yeah. you were making me think about what the, you know, doing the MMA ring announcing events. And I, I, the reason I was chuckling was, well, because I wasn't sober when I started those. It was okay. when I had, there it was go. when I had <laughs> to start doing them sober. And it might, you know, the part of my brain that it's like, like everything that I care about that I enjoy to do, my brain tries to talk me out of doing it just prior. It's uh, not interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And then once That's... I get in there, like I have to just kind of, uh, I have to go like get the crowd going because I get mm. this huge adrenaline rush and it's yeah, like that right. shaky adrenaline rush. Yeah. And right. I got to let that settle down. And then once sure. I can get there, then it's like, Oh, I'm good to go. Then we're good to go. Yeah. 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 But it, For but sure. it, again, it was, I would drink to avoid that rush that I would get, mm. uh, mm -hmm. you know, cause I didn't like it. It was an overwhelming feeling at one time. So it was, you know, Definitely. again, that reframing, you know, yeah, with the story absolutely. work. Yeah, for sure. And you know, like uh... Knocking Doors Down by Carlos Vieira, now available wherever you get audiobooks. I wasn't done partying, and I didn't want the binge to end. I think I knew that when I finally got home, I'd have to face what I had done, and I wasn't ready to do that. Being responsible for my actions wasn't something I was looking forward to. I had abandoned my wife and baby, my family, and my business. I wanted to avoid the shame of returning to what I had left behind. Even though I was not yet going home, I wasn't sure I had enough resources to continue the binge. Click the link in the podcast description to find out more. Speaking back to StoryWorks, like for me, and I, I say on my, you know, my Instagram and, and TikTok a lot is just like, it's not basically taking that stoic quote and just plunking in the word alcohol. So it's not alcohol necessarily. It is your story about alcohol, right? So the justifications that we come up with, uh, and and you know, obviously on your, you know, it's beyond alcohol, so it could be a dr any your drug of choice, right? Insert that into that. So it's it's basically it's not, and I'm not suggesting that it's not addictive or anything like that. It's certainly, it is. And again, that's why it's step one is just to get it away from you, right? But then what is left? Okay, well, what are the justifications for you doing it? What are the reasons? Quarter, you know, the, what is the why? Why were you drinking? Why were you using? And that's where we get into. And this is like, start to like debunk it. And you, as you know, with the story of process, it's like step one is like type it up or journal it. And I, I think a lot of guys that I've been working with recently that are not big journalers, right? It's for whatever reason, it's, it's getting better. Like we're getting, we're getting there. Right. But you know, so just getting those thoughts out of your head and onto a piece of paper or on the Google doc is huge, right? It's like up and out. It's just this, the energetic experience of getting it out of you. And then you have this like, objectivity to it right i know it's mm -hmm. happened with you mm -hmm. a few times where you're like mm -hmm. reading it's like i'm reading it at i i'm like it's almost like i'm reading about like a friend of mine versus me right it's taking your you're in the story like this but then as soon as you get out it's like okay but there's some distance here now you know and then you can like start analyzing it because a lot of times when you're in the moment when you're speaking and especially when i'm speaking to myself in my head man mile a minute not really finishing sentences i'm just like because <laughs> I, I know what i'm thinking you know what i mean so like yeah. i'll just do sentence fragments and just blah, 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 blah. so much stuff going on right so when you can get sort of a cohesive well potentially cohesive articulate you know story up and then you're just like geez like am i actually saying this stuff to myself and to other people and yeah, it's a real eye-opening experience. And then as you know, you read it out loud and that it really transforms everything when you read it out loud. Um, you know, I thought it was going to be funny. I, I I wrote a story about like what my self-doubter, I guess my um, my inner critic will say yeah, yeah. what he says, right? And I, th I thought I just nailed it. I'm like, oh man, Darcy's going to think this is so funny. And I'm just like, yeah, you know, and I go and read it to her. And I just like started crying because then she's like, you don't actually think about this way about yourself. I'm like, yeah. I, I guess I do, you know, uh, wow. you know, and really strange. So it's just like this powerful, this power of getting the story out on paper. Um, and just so you get specific, just so people know what we're talking about. Like if, uh, just type up like some of the justifications you have, like uh, drinking is a reward to me. Uh, drinking helps me relax at the end of a long day. I deserve it. Um, and just start typing that up and then 
check in with how you feel about when you when you typed it up. Yeah. You know, because your, your body has some bullshit detectors in it as well, right? <laughs> yeah. right? Like, yeah. I don't know about that. And oh, then you yeah. read it out loud and just see how you feel about that story. I'm like, okay. Yeah. And then from there, you go in, in there, like, you know, not to get too far down the rabbit hole with it, but, you know, you, where you, the rewriting comes in is translating it. So if there's like something that doesn't cross the BS detector, I'm like, okay, no, something's there. Let's investigate that. And oftentimes, again, the power of words, as you know, is usually just plucking out a couple words putting a couple new ones in there the sentence com has a completely different energy to it it goes from something that's like neg negation riddled or like kind of dismissive of yourself or mm -hmm. somebody else and then you change a couple words in it it's still in your words it's still part of your story but you've just plucked out a couple replaced in a, a couple more and all of a sudden it's like an affirmation statement so when we're so used to having like you know the subconscious brain the different conditioning that we've had over years oftentimes since childhood when you're talking yep. about reasons why we do things why we have an achiever because we're you know trying to impress a parent right and we're just not realizing we're still running this program this pattern since like we were seven years old to five years old you know and it's just echoed into our adulthoods and again our relationships in our adulthood so that takes a while to um you know think of these big deep grooves in our brains right yeah oh so, you know uh to be able to come up with an affirmation essentially that's based out of that exact language that we're using, but just changed a little bit and has a, a positive, again, an affirmation to it. And then add some breathing into it, inviting those words into your body. That's another thing that's missing. I think with affirmations, you can kind of cerebrally understand them and say them, but if they're in your own words and then you invite them into your body with breath, you know, oftentimes if I, if I get the right one for myself, I'll get the goosebump feeling. And my body's like, yes, yeah, thank you. Like, thank you for like, you know, tweaking that. Right. And then all of a sudden you have this like neutralizing statement to like this story that's literally been sort of haunting you or just running the show <laughs> yeah. in the background and you can catch yourself now because you're aware of it. And then you have this like neutralizing statement. That's actually true. And it comes from the heart. And it really helps just like, okay, no, this is, this is actually what's going on now, you know? Yeah. So translations, affirmations, and yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, um, it's, it's super important. Right. And, and, it, you know, just to, to kind of bring it back to what we're talking about with mindset, like it's the most important part, I think of for me and just for the work that I do with people is like, again, it's like creating a new identity and, and realizing what you actually want out of your life and everything, right? It's easy to remember. It's easy to list what you don't want, right? It's like, okay, I know why. <laughs> but when you're talking about like, okay, what is your dream job? A lot of people, even myself included for a while, I'd be like, ah, I'm not really sure. Like I can list a bunch of stuff I'd never want to experience again. But you know, when you start getting into it, it's like, and that's, you know, that that's why change can be challenging for people. So yeah. this is where a lot of this can come in. It starts walking you into this new way of thinking about yourself. Again, the language that you're using with yourself, you can, you're aware of, oh shit, I'm shit talking myself right now. Mm -hmm. Pause that, you know, neutralize it, feel good about yourself again, you know, and then all of a sudden you're walking yourself into this new mindset and essentially a new identity at that point. And then from yeah. the new identity, you know, if you picture a triangle, you got at the top, your identity is a non-drinker or however you want to identify. Uh, from there, you're like, okay, well, what does a non-drinker do? What are those habits that, you know, and that's important. Like you and I both keep up with these on our personal lives. What are those habits that are going to keep me a non-drinker? So, you know, you're waking up a little bit earlier every day, doing like the prayer, doing the meditation, you know, obviously not drinking is a big one, uh, you know, and uh, whatever you need to do with relationships, like make, right. making sure that you're present in relationships, these different things that you weren't doing before. Right. And then from there on the other side of the triangle is your, it's like the evidence, the beliefs, right. And the only way you're going to get like beliefs is by building up that evidence in yourself, by showing up every day, being consistent. Yeah. Um, and then all of a sudden, boom, you have this brand new identity and, yeah. You know, it seems overwhelming and that's why there's, you know, people like myself, my, you around coaches that'll help you because it is, it's like this wide open space. And I think yeah. that's why people, another reason why people have a hard time changing is because goddamn, where do you start? It's, it's quite yeah. scary. It's one thing to know something about yourself that you need to change, but then to actually change it, you really need that mindset shift. Otherwise, you know, it's like the awareness, like, what is it? The knowledge is, um, I'll say like, it's the wrong word. Knowledge is it's, it's, power. <laughs> knowledge is power but like only if you integrate the yeah, knowledge right otherwise yeah. it's just, application you know I mean? 
Yes. Thank you. That's the word. Yeah. Uh, as opposed to, yeah, like, I think that's, that is where a lot of people uh, kind of stop or get, or get stalled in the self development journey. It's like, Oh, now I know that about myself. Okay. Right. Let's go. Like, okay, you got to do something with that knowledge now. And that's yeah. why there's, you know, guys like you or I or many different people out there to, to help people walk into this, like, you know, the life of their dreams, or at least a life that's far better, uh, you know, than what it was, you know, months ago sort of thing. Right. Absolutely. Well, and I, I, I think the thing with that is, is, you know, I hate the term self-help because, yeah, right. because it, it it's not help if it's not self if you're asking for help sure you know sure. and yeah and i think we need to kind of get out of that mindset of calling like personal growth or anything personal growth or self help no 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 two totally different things and we all need a you know mentors through certain situations i have them you have them uh, you know, and then we can be mentors to other people as you and I are, and you know, you do an amazing job with your coaching. I know thanks, because man. I've been one of the people you've worked with, uh, yeah, you know, I, I can't yeah. endorse it enough. Uh, so I, I think it's trying to get people to, to, and you helped me with this without me realizing it, but in reflection that I had to get a little bit out of my own way. And even though I asked for help in my sobriety, I needed to continue to ask for help for the growth that I wanted to achieve. I needed yeah. tools from someone else, some guidance from someone else to help me break through a lot of things. And mm -hmm. I, you know, and I still do. I mean, gosh, we, you know, we talk regularly. I've got other, mm -hmm. you know, people that went from indirect mentors to direct mentors. And, uh, yeah. and it's, it's, it's important. Like, like help, yeah. just, just ask for help and then be of help or of service as a lot of us call it in recovery. Yes. It's going to come back to you. I don't know how many people I have conversations with and I go, oh shit, I'm not doing that. I, and it's like you were saying the knowledge without the application. It's like, it's, oh, yeah. you know, yeah. now buddy, you've got no yeah. excuses. There's no drinking right? that gets in the way of the application yeah. of this. And yeah, you know, so it's, it's almost it's almost, you're almost worse off when you're in that stage. Cause then you know, you know, you know better, right? <laughs> Whereas before, at least you're like, well, you hadn't learned those lessons yet. You know what I mean? You didn't, you hadn't crossed that bridge yet, but now you've crossed the bridge. So there's, you can't go back. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> you've crossed the threshold with the drinking, you've crossed the threshold with the awareness and the consciousness around your own behavior. You've watched yourself do this. You've identified there's a problem. There's only one way to go at that stage, right? I mean, in, in my opinion, right? Obviously, yeah. I, I mean, obviously you can go the other way, but it's, oh man, that's, it's just adding so much extra pain that doesn't yeah. need to be there, right? And if you sit in that, I mean, give me your take. And if you sit yeah. in that, that's going to, that's going to be the doldrums that come back mm. in recovery or remain in yeah. recovery. You and I have both shared that we've had this feeling at times where, we mentally, emotionally, or even at times physically and spiritually, all of them, maybe mm -hmm. at one particular time, yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, we're feeling all of it. And that's when that scary thought of, well, if I feel th this shitty, I, I might mm -hmm. as well start dr drinking again or using again, whatever the thing is. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, that's, that's a scary time where it's like, Ooh, we better get to uh, some application of this knowledge. Definitely, man. That's like, yeah, you and I both, both of, I mean, that's, happened to both of us and that's something we've connected over right which is a good thing and uh and it's an important thing to say so i'm glad you brought it up for sure that was like i would say if there was one you know number one cause for me to slip up relapse whatever word you want to say for it it was exactly that you know i'd be it'd usually be around you know where they talk about the pink cloud that week three sort of thing you know somewhere between day 18 and 21 you know almost like clockwork and that's why i say very specific about the days because i trust me i very much remember it and it was like, you know, I've been going to the gym every day. I changed my eating habits. I was sleeping well. I was got the morning routine going on. I was doing all this stuff, right? And I was reaping the benefits and so forth. And then there would just be that dip. And it was enough to be like, wow, man, like, you know, it, and it's e ego-based, of course. And I understand mm -hmm. that. I, mm -hmm. I think I did to a degree as, as well. But it, either way, man, it was like clockwork. And I would just be like, well, fuck, if I'm doing everything right, and I feel like shit, like, I'm just going to drink then. You know, and then and every single time thinking like, okay, well, I, I've made enough uh, progress in other elements of my life that this time I'll be able to do moderation. And, you know, and literally it's nonsense, man. It was like close to four years of after I had been sober for three plus years, 
four years of doing this nonsense of like moderation techniques and, and all that. And, you know, I, I yeah, it painful, very painful. Yeah. Meanwhile, everything else leveling up in my life. So then it's just kind of like, well, but this one thing I can't figure out and wasn't meant to figure out. I mean, I guess I did figure it out at the end of the day, right. As, as we're talking, right. But in, in the context at that time that I was trying to uh, certainly didn't work out. Uh, I mean, you just get back to what you're saying about like the, the mentoring and all that. Yeah. Like I'm going to have coaches and mentors, uh, you know, the rest of my life. And I know, honestly, dude, if you told me like two, two and a half years ago that I would have taken this path and the money that I've spent on my own coaches, like for me, like my own mentors right. been like, Whoa, like what, <laughs> what, what are you doing, man? And it's so confused. Like I have a, a post of this. I usually put, try and put in perspective. Like I would spend 700 bucks a month consistently, sometimes more. Right. And that's just like a six pack a day and going out on the weekends. That's 700 bucks. That's not even like the poor, uh, eating decisions I make the donairs at 3am, you know, none of that factored in that's just alcohol, 700 bucks quite easily. And, you know, it, that might sound like a lot, but you know, it's 20 bucks a day and then a bit extra on the weekends. It's really yeah. not that much. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, and then yet when it came time to spend 50 bucks on a gym membership, <laughs> Oh, man, right. that's, too, that's so much. I can't do that. Right. So like the investing in yourself, again, the mindset shift of like self-care, the way I viewed it before was a six pack. So I could go chill on the couch. And that was my self-care routine yep. uh, versus now uh, completely different, right? The gym memberships, the yoga passes, the, uh, you know, the retreats that I go on the coaching packages that I purchased for myself. Uh, and it, uh, I don't even bat an eye at it now, but I had to, walk myself out of that. And I had to believe right. in myself. And that's where, again, that self-belief comes from sh showing up every day, the consistent habits, and then identifying differently. And you can't necessarily take out the necessarily, you can't identify unless you're like all in, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I, I mm -hmm. was never going to identify as a non-drinker or sober or whichever alcohol-free mm -hmm. unless I just did it's like the michael jordan quote it's 100 is easier than 99 because 99 the way the human brain works and you know this you're gonna be focused on the one percent you'll be like well when is the one percent I, I still I, I you know i can still drink right like um or like the cheat day like if somebody's got a diet and they got the cheat day every every it's similar right it's like yeah. okay i got on saturday i can eat donuts and ice cream and all that that's all you're thinking about right like yeah. the rest of the week is just like white knuckling so you know i've always liked that quote just to do do something every day, right? Like, you yeah. know, it's show up. It's hundred percent is easier than 99%. Well, and it's, it's the, <clears throat> I think the more people embrace no days off, the better that it's going to be. And I'm just saying this from personal experience and some of the challenges that I'm having lately, you know, uh, be it diet or, or, you know, uh, movement or whatever mm -hmm. it is. Um, I've got a couple things that are pretty solid, but you know, these other things that I know that need to be there, that application, it's like, yeah, I got to stop dipping my toe a little there. You know, mm, my yeah. story around drinking's pretty solid, but I'm never going to, you know, you never yes. know. I'm not yeah. arrogant about that, but right. I can, I can yeah. go to the story pretty quick of how it's going to play out real fast. You know, if yeah. I were to, to make that choice to, to go and pick up again and uh, you know, I think it's important what you're saying is you, you're going to have to be all in with this because we were all in when we were drinking. We Bingo. absolutely yeah. were. Right? Yeah, everything yeah. Every, yeah. everything that went around it and like, oh, yep. yeah, women love me when I'm out and you know, all, yeah, this, yeah. all this yeah. bullshit that's that's not, not true. Yeah. You know? Again, the, the 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 illusionary stories that you tell yourself when yeah. you're inebriated. Sure. You say like when you say the no days off thing, like let's let's break it down a little bit too, because like, I know, you know, the culture that we have, especially here in, in, in North America or in like, in the States and Canada and that grinder culture. And I know that's, that's starting to get tempered, which is very healthy. And I'm, I'm happy to see that. And I, I myself am walking myself out of this whole idea that I've got to be, I have to be, you know, the pressure language, I have to be working. Mm -hmm. I had this idea, you know, my, my, the collapse distinction, right. Of, uh, my self-worth and what I do, that's, they're inseparable. That's, they're one in the same. And now I'm, you know, slowly Likewise. pulling that apart and realizing, okay, no, I, I don't have to 
be working every second of the day, every day. In fact, it's much more beneficial to me to take those quiet times, 20 minutes here, 10 minutes there, take breaks, right? And, but that wasn't how I was, certainly wasn't conditioned in my old job. And then of course, this like race to get to this, out of this survival, when I did the career pivot into sober coaching, um, obviously not able to monetize it for, like with most people to start a business, it's that first year is pretty touch and go, right? I lost, obviously lost money for what I invested into it. And then second year, it's, it's, it's starting to come back up. So I say that to say, it was like, you know, every bone and cell of my body, especially the way that I've been raised and was to do this grinder thing. But, you know, we get back to what you're saying. What I've learned is, you know, and like what you've been doing with your morning routine too, it doesn't, it doesn't have, and this is tough for guys like you and I, and anybody that's listening to this has that addictive personality. Things don't have to be all or none. You know what I mean? You don't yeah. have to go to the gym for three hours a day in order to be successful at going to the gym. No, you can do a little bit of working out at home for 10 minutes. 10 minutes is 1% of your day. If you're awake a thousand minutes, which is about 17 and a half hours, that's a thousand minutes. So 10 minutes of your day is 1%. You hear a lot about like the, just the 1% gain a day. So if you're doing just like, if you read a book for 10 minutes a day, by the end of the year, you've read 61 hours. So I think you probably read a couple books just by doing 10 minutes a day. So when you're talking about the, the consistency piece that do every, do show up every day, the hundred percent is easier than 99%. You mentioned the consistency piece. Don't, you don't have to blow your brains out over it either. Right. You can do, <laughs> right. I play guitar. If I play guitar five minutes a day, that makes it. So I, I just have that muscle memory, that connection, um, you know, where I, I, I can now feel it. If I don't, if I forget to play or I don't play, um, there's that little bit of like rust, you know, you knock off the rust a little bit. Right. And same thing with the stretching and same thing with the gym. Like you just, it can be a 10 minute workout. You yeah. know what I mean? It can be a five minute brisk walk around your neighborhood. It doesn't have to be this, you know what I mean? We have this idea, yeah. like you say, the all or none, it, it really doesn't have to be that way. In fact, that gets, that's like almost like a built-in excuse or, you know, it's, it's just in your own way. Have you dug into the archives of past Knockin' Doors Down podcast episodes? The Knockin' Doors Down podcast archive is available to you for free. Check it out. Here's a snippet from when Charlie Sheen was on the podcast. AA is not the best place for, um, for, <laughs> for a famous atheist. Uh, <laughs> just, I kept looking for that f***ing chapter. <laughs> what, you know? So, yeah, um, but it's not a one-size-fits-all, sure, you yeah. know? It's like, it's like saying that we all think the same, like our brains are built the same. They're just not. Right. Yeah. There's, there's such uniqueness involved. Check out this episode and so many more in the Knockin' Doors Down archive. And while you're at it, please hit that subscribe button on whatever podcast platform you're listening on. If it's Apple Podcasts, leave a rating and a review. And if it's Spotify, hey, please leave that five-star rating. I'm seeing a real nice uptick in listenership to Knockin' Doors Down. Please share with somebody else you think will get value out of the podcast. I've seen it and tell me if you haven't or have as well is it there are people that, that it just it it does get bananas and it's really almost a replacement of yeah and yeah. so when i when i say that like no days off i mean like what you're saying is there's got to be you got to continue the enrichment path to yes. some degree like yeah. you know me i love formula one it's going to be coming back and you know march or whatever Sunday mornings, you know, some of the races are in Europe and whatever, and I'm I'm that fanatic that wakes up and wants to watch it live or whatever. But I noticed that it was like, hmm, I can set that aside. I have the technology to watch this a little bit later yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. and not skimp on my spiritual practices that are nice. so important to me. Yeah. So that's what I mean when I say like no days off is, is, I love that is, is those kind of things, you know, mm -hmm. whatever it is, it's the, the enrichment, the, the, you've helped me with that. It really, mm -hmm. we did a whole story when we were talking to all or nothing. This, that is yeah, the story we work we did uh, <laughs> yep. because I was that I was like, well, why aren't you going to the gym? Oh, well, I'm so out of shape. And I know I can't curl mm -hmm. and bench what I used to, not that it was ever crazy yep. impressive by any means. <laughs> Right. Uh, uh, and so I talked myself out of it before even starting, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And, absolutely. There's, um, I think that's, that's what I mean is the, you know, just don't talk yourself out of things before you start, especially when you know that it works for yeah. you. Yeah. 
That's because right. this is an experiment too. We experimented with chemicals or money, sex, whatever mm. it was. Mm -hmm. But now we're experimenting in a totally different way. Such a great point. I love that. Yeah, great points there. Um, I would say too, it's like, you know, uh, like beer was an acquired taste, alcohol, cigarettes, all this shit. Like <laughs> nobody likes it the first time they try it or even the second time usually. And they you tr pretend like you do, right? Yeah. Uh, so sobriety in a lot of ways is an acquired taste too, isn't it? You mm. had to work mm. yourself up to being able to be drunk. I mean, for the most part, right? Like some people, had, you know what I mean? For There's exceptions to the rule, but the actual like, taste of it, they acquired, you know, it's an acquired taste, a lot of this drugging and drinking and everything else. So it's the same way, right? You're not going to just slide, you know, easily slide out of it. Like to your point, there's going to be, you know, and there's all this, that's why there's, I love it. There's so many tools out there now, yeah. you know, uh, offered to you. There's, uh, it's the same thing as like, if you had a personal trainer now, if you were to go get personal trainer and I was have a person there, it'd be nuanced to like our different body types, our ages, what our preferences are, what works for us. Right. And it's the same thing with, uh, with recovery now, mm -hmm. uh, I'd say over the last six, like, ever since COVID and specifically like in the last, I don't know, three to five years, we'll call it, uh, you know, um, coming out of the pandemic and everything, it's been a lot more flexibility that way. And a lot more people coming out with their stories and a lot more different ways to combine a bunch of different elements or different tools to really customize the way that you recover as a person, right? Whereas before it was a lot more rigid and granted there should be some rigidity in there, uh, specific to, again, when you get, okay, I, the all or nothing thing, like the drink's got to come out of your hands. You can't play footsie yeah. with it anymore. It's done. You've crossed that threshold. You're no, there's no going back. There's certain threshold that you cross with drinking and drugging. There's no hope for moderation. I know that's going to sting to hear some people that are still in that phase. Yeah. There's just yep. no way to do it. And trust me, I have tried. I tried for four oh. years, right? <laughs> yeah. Four oh, years yeah. straight of just right experimenting with moderation. Right. So yeah, to your point, man, I love that. It's, it's, it's about experimenting, you know, trying different tools, uh, you know, different uh, elements, whether it's breath work, remember the yin style stuff too, right? The yoga, yeah. the breath work, especially for men, like it's, you know, it's not about just going and taking a kickboxing course and you know what I mean? Or just going to the gym and that's great. It, but it's not just that, right? There's got to be the balance, the yin to the yang. So there's got to be that journaling. There's got to be, you know, some of the things that we were getting a lot better as, as you know, what masculinity is getting sort of redefined as, which is a whole other conversation, uh, you know, but it's like, there is that allowance to, it's, it's, it's to me, ma healthy masculinity involves like the yin, or I guess what you call it, perhaps the feminine energy, being sure. okay with that and, and being full bodied with that. And then as a result, your relationships, especially with, you know, females is going to be so much, you know, more, I guess, more enriched as a word sure. that you would say. Right. Yeah. Well, look, we, we, we any of us through recover, we're going to have to embrace new ways because obviously our ways before did not work. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's just that simple. I mean, it's, yeah, it's yeah, a matter of fact, you know, it's it, pretty much it's, nails it. Yeah. It's exploring, you know, I have so many people that come to me, well, you know, I like if, if it's 12 step stuff and I, you know, they ask me like, Hey, what worked for you? Well, I don't want to do that. Cause I'm not religious. I'm like, neither mm. am I. Right. Well, aren't you Christian? Well, yeah. And I, and I explored through stuff, but that doesn't mean, you know, I'm not, t I'm not telling you what you have to be. I'm I'm gonna right. I'm gonna help you maybe explore spirituality, what it means to you. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. I I mean it's just it's just a fact that if you measure the two most successful things to help people people with long term sobriety has been a sense of a higher power of whatever kind, whatever it is, mm -hmm. and yeah. and and changing your community to a certain yes. extent. You know, yeah, and yeah. so it, it's all yeah, it's 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 all a part of that. Like, be excited about it. Like you, you get to experiment, you get to try new stuff and remember it. Yeah. There's no yeah. handcuffs involved. There's no sirens, no yeah. lights. Uh, right. Eventually, you know, you, you if you're like me now, when I'm driving down the freeway and I see the CHP behind me, I no longer freak out. You know, right. it's like. But there's still a little bit of that that there, isn't there? Like when I see the, the, the I'm like, oh shit, you know? Yeah, yeah. A little residual that's still in the, but then there, like you, to your point, there's that excitement. Oh, cool. I'm, yeah. I'm good. Even I'm good. if he pulled me over, there is nothing that uh, about me yeah. as an individual yes. that I, you know, that it could Kinda be. hide you know? or, yeah. Was I speeding exactly. as a taillight out, whatever, you know? Totally. 
totally. So it's 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 all a part of that reframe of life through it and this experiment and like figuring out who we are at every step of life. You know. Yeah. That's right, man. And that's what it ends up becoming, you know, and that's what I find with the people that I work with more long-term, hmm. it essentially becomes like more of like a life coaching thing, right? Because initially, hmm. yes, and it's always going to be based, the foundation is going to be in recovery and in sobriety and alcohol-free, drug-free, whatever it may be, uh, addiction-based. But from there, it's like, okay, well, we've said we've marginalized or pushed away this, this thing that was like all-encompassing. It has tentacles in every aspect of your life for the worse. That's been removed now. So there's this big open space, you know, the conservation law of conservation of energy cannot be destroyed or uh, or created, only just transferred, something along those lines. (laughs) I'm not a scientist. Um, Conducted or transferred, I forget. Yeah, yeah. Somebody will correct me, I'm sure. Uh, you get the, the spirit of what I'm going with this, right? The energy is there, right? It's 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 essentially transferring the energy, right? So it's so what are you going to do with that, right? And that's, to your point, it's like, yeah, again, getting back to the, the early part of the conversation, are you, are you a little bit fearful about it? Okay, that's fine. Take a few deep breaths. Get excited about it. Get curious about it, for sure. And it's like, that's the exciting part. And that's what I mean. It's like, that's actually what life is, right? Mm. The way that we were living mm. before is not, was not living right it was tempering things it was numbing things out it was you weren't paying attention like you said to your point you're not remembering things you're having these great conversations but you don't fucking remember what you said (laughs) we solved all the world's problems i don't remember a goddamn thing what we said but you know we were we're on a roll let me tell you right all this nonsense right and it's uh you know and then yeah now it's like this opportunity to what kind of life do you want to live you know and we we know a lot about what we don't want anymore uh, and the excitement and the curiosity. And again, I just, you know, if you're feeling fearful, feeling nervous about it, that's good. And you're yeah. just, you're, you're, that means you're feeling excited. Take a few deep breaths, you know, find somebody that can help you with it, right? The, the importance of mentoring, um, you know, and I, you know, I, just, I would love to go back just to the, the AA thing that you mentioned yeah. too. There is a lot of, you know, conversation around that and people are saying, oh, it's not for me. And, and, you know, the rigidity of it and I, and I get that and the spirituality, of all the, like I've had, you know, hundreds of conversations, DMs of just like meeting people, networking and such. And um, that one comes up a lot. And I just like mm-hmm. to say, you know, like for my, and I know like you've, you've been to it too. So I'd love to hear your take on it. Like AA saved my life. Do I go to it? Uh, not so much anymore. Like me, you know, once quarterly, like I still, I, I, just simply because of what it did for me, I'll always have a soft spot for it because it literally saved my life. The first meeting I went to, change the course, the trajectory of my life, hundred percent. And when you, you said the magic word community, it was because there's a community of like-minded people. I thought I was alone in my problem, right? It was specific, like the way that I drank by myself and all that. I thought, you know, drinkers are like, you know, I didn't realize that other people were, were doing the exact same thing as me. I just didn't, you know, uh, that, that early on in my sobriety. So that part saved my life. So when, when people are going, okay, well, I can't afford you, Jason, or you, Matt is my coach. And I, you know, it's, AA is free. It's available. Um, perhaps you can find somebody that you do resonate with. If there is a group that, okay, these people aren't my people or whatever, just challenge yourself. Okay. Is, am I making excuses here? Right. Well, go try a different group. Like something, you know, it's like going to a counselor if or mm-hmm. going to a coach, even I'm not going to be everybody's bag. You're not going to be everybody's bag. So you're going to go find somebody else, a doctor. There's so many different people that are going to be on your team that you're going to have to dating, anything, any relationship you have, you're going to try out a few different things, right? So if you only went to one AA meeting and you're like, ah, it's not for me. And you're kind of buying into that. Just ask yourself, are you making excuses? Because it's, Mm -hmm. if nothing else, it's like, it's free, it's accessible, it's community. It's those elements that you talked about. And it's going to get your mind kind of cooking a different way. Um, so that's how I want to say that about AA because it did it. And I understand where people have the hangups with it. And sure. to a degree, I have those too. Like I felt like I sort of, I'm going to watch what I say here, not outgrew it, but there's elements that I wasn't getting from AA that I felt, I felt the need to get elsewhere. So I'll put it that way. And, no, and, I understand. and yeah, so that's, that's sort of my take on it. It's just like, you know, if, if you're hearing us talking, like, well, I can't afford that, you know, again, getting back to the investing in yourself, I guarantee you can afford Mm-hmm. a coach or a mentor. If you just take that money that you were spending on drugs or alcohol, it opens up that avenue yeah. instantly. So there's yeah. that. And then there's the second thing. Okay. Well, if you can't, there's this other thing and it might be quote unquote, not for you. Uh, ask yourself, are you just making excuses? Yeah. I agree with you. Yeah. It's, uh, 
I think I've told you this in private. I had a guy that, oh my God, you're that much a month. I'm like, how much did you spend in drugs and alcohol? And then he calculated. I'm like, yeah, you were spending five times the amount that would be for me for the month. There you go. Right? Like, is yeah. it really? Is it really that costly? If not, hey, dude, yeah. like you said, I, I even sent him. Here's different 12-step meetings, Narcotics Anonymous, AA, exactly. open meetings, yeah. whatever it is. Give it a go. Yeah. Give it a go. Because, yeah. you know, it, it's... I get that for some people, maybe that struggle is, oh, you know, it's a Christian-based thing. Yeah, it is. I mean, Dr. Bob and Bill it, it admitted that. It, it, it mm -hmm. just, it is. That's the reality they took from different stuff. But they keep the principles as pretty neutral that like, hey, what's the worst if exactly. you go in and acquire some new skill sets and take away? Because I'm mm -hmm. like you. I had to, you know, I was pretty... Uh, I was about to say religious in how often I was going. Uh, it was a it was a good part of routine, <laughs> mm -hmm. and and it helped tremendously. And I agree, saved my life. But then there was a time that I had to leave the safety of the meetings to Ooh. go and thrive external of that. Yeah, got it. And I still That's keep in touch with it. a lot of people. But yeah, I had to. Okay, now how do I take all this and get back out in the world? There you go. That's, oh, I love how you put it. Yeah, that's, you know, I think what I was trying to articulate with that without it coming across like I'm, you know, without it being like condescending, right? Like to your point, I'm, I'm very close to certain people that are still in there. So yeah, I love how you said that, man. Uh, thanks for clearing that up and helping with that, paint that picture for sure. Yeah. And, you know, I think it's, when you're talking there, it gave me this idea of like, where the challenge, where the hangup comes is when you're in that alcohol or drug bubble, your self-worth is the shits, isn't it? I know mine was. So I understand if you're at the stage where you don't believe that you're worth it mm -hmm. to invest in yourself. You know what I mean? So that's something to put it out. I'm here to tell you, and I'll look right into the camera when I see it, you are worth it. I promise you, you are. And it, it goes for anybody that's like, if you're feeling shitty about yourself, there's something behind that. That's your, there's your true self with a capital T, capital S, and you are worth it. And as soon as you can start, even if it's just a Hail Mary and start believing in yourself in that sense, believe in yourself like you did as a kid, perhaps, or whatever it is, like whatever you need to grasp onto, there is something there. And I promise you, everything will start to unravel and just reveal itself to you if you take that step. And whatever that is, this isn't a plug for myself, you know, you know Jason, yeah. whatever, whatever resonates for you and whatever it works, I promise you that you are worth it. So anybody that needs to hear that, it's important that you hear it. Yes, sir. Hey, tell me about freedom from alcohol before we get to uh, the random questions. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Freedom from alcohol. So I've been uh, blessed to be working with a couple of other uh, alcohol-free coaches is what we, we like to call it over there. Uh, so coach by Chris is his handle on TikTok, Instagram. Great guy, Chris Shattuck. Shout out to him. It's uh, he, he's, he's mastermind this operation. Um, and I'm one of his assistant coaches and, uh, Lauren Howman is the other uh, assistant coach. So it's basically the three of us. And, uh, if you want to join the group, it's a free Facebook group. It's about 1500 people in there, but it's a very active group. It's great. We get some calls going on in there and different things. So it's uh, facebook.com slash I want freedom from alcohol. So again, free to join. It's private, really great supportive community. And then when we have our clients, we have a secondary, uh, Facebook group for them. It's uh, bold, brave badasses. So when you, uh, we sign up for our coaching program, which is a 90 day thing, uh, you get the, the secondary, like the second tier, if you will, of Facebook group. And, and there's just, so it's a great program. It really is. And, uh, I'm very fortunate to be working with, uh, just the three of us have really good chemistry. So we have a, a podcast as well called freedom from alcohol. So uh, check that out. And yeah, I'm still doing my, you know, the recovery roadmap thing, which you're familiar with kind of have that a little bit on the back burner for now. Um, but it's, it's always there. That's kind of my, my, uh, my baby as well. So that's, uh, my Instagram handle. So find me at recoveryroadmap.me. It's my website as well. I'm really championing my TikTok. All of a sudden, Jason, I'm telling you, I'm, I've, I've gone viral. Well, not quite viral, viral for me. Uh, one of my posts got to like, I don't know, 550,000 views or something like wow. that, which nice uh so yeah that one's um i don't i haven't got my ducks in a row to get recovery roadmap for that one quite yet so i'm at tiktok i'd love it if you gave me a follow anything that i said resonated with you tiktok's uh, my baby these days and it's matt.alcoholfree.coach cool i'll make sure we get the links in the uh, podcast description for people to connect with you because it's worth it, it. 
Trust me, guys. Thanks, thanks, brother. It was a a happenstance conversation. I'm like, oh, this guy's doing some cool stuff. I I want to talk to this guy that, uh, you know, shoot. Yes. Yeah. I mean, heck, I'm not that far from three years, you know, coming up. Hell yeah. So yeah, it's February fourteenth, fifteenth. Yeah, okay, that's close. Not yeah. quite Valentine's Day. The next day, got it. Yeah, that's easy. Next to day. Yeah. 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 yeah, next day. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Uh, well, hey, let's jump into some random questions. Let's do it. All right. Best and worst advice you've ever received. Oh man, damn. See, I'm, a, I'm more of a long form guy. These like concise questions, I, I kind of struggle with a bit. Let me uh, give me a, give me a sec to think. It's the best advice. Oh, the one that's really resonated with me that first come to mind is um, if when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. So very much, I guess, what we're talking about, story, stories mm-hmm. you tell yourself and all that, right? Um, worst advice, ah, it's just one drink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've, I've thought about that many times, right? You know, yeah, seven yeah. hours later, yeah, yeah, it's just one drink. It's like that we're both wrestling fans. It's like that one meme, it's like, uh, just go for one drink and it has a picture of Ric Flair bleeding all over himself with Hogan with his shirt hanging off him and they're hanging on each other. Seven hours later, I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right? Yeah. <laughs> um, last song you intentionally listened to. You're like, oh, I got to put that song on. Yeah, I listened to this band called Iron Tom recently. Mm. It's uh, so Jack Irons, who was the drummer for Chili Peppers and Pearl Jam. It's like his son. Uh, I'm not usually into like, you know, the kind of sounds hipster, me, make me sound a hipster here, but I got introduced to this band by my cousin, who's a little more into the more modern music and, um, yeah, they got this great EP that just came out. So it was one of the songs off of there. Uh, it's awesome. Yeah. It's, I think it's called gel part one is the EP. So highly recommend it. Iron Tom. That's the one I popped on there last night. Right on. I'll look it up, man. Or yeah. just message it to me. So that way I'll will. check it I will. out. Definitely. Um, I don't think I asked you this the last time you were on. If a movie was made about your life, what genre would you want it to be and who would you want to play you? Oh, we definitely didn't. I like this one a lot. I'd want it to like, so, you know, one of those movies that's got like a great blend of of comedy, but like some like inspirational content to it too. Um, I'm just trying to think of what it would be like perfect. Like I wouldn't want it like dumb and like slapstick comedy, right. but I want it to be like, uplifting but also humorous a dramedy uh, dramedy there we go thanks yeah. yeah dramedy and uh playing me well ryan gosling of course right ken <laughs> i mean come on no, yeah <laughs> yeah uh you don't want to yeah. go uh, like uh uh ryan reynolds another fellow canadian Ooh, actually yeah you might have well, i guess ryan gosling i think is canadian as well so is he okay he would have worked All with right. either way um yeah, you know what? Yeah, let's go right. Yeah, he, I just love his delivery. And he can do, like, he, he can do the, he can walk the fine line of, uh, you know, kind of comedy, but also come across serious. So, yeah, let's go. Okay, I'm liking that. I like that selection. I could just see him, uh, you know, whoever's playing Darcy's like, yeah, Darcy, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, that totally. That he does totally. <laughs> Actually, yeah, good point. Yeah, we're going Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, that was Darcy, a great impression, by the way. Yeah. Darcy <laughs> doesn't totally understand my, you know, breaking the yeah. third, the fourth wall and you know, yes, doing uh, the Deadpool stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, heck, uh, uh, superpower. If you could have one superpower, what would it be? I always thought time travel would be pretty sweet. You know, remember a quantum leap? Yeah. That show. Yeah. yeah. Be like that without the guy that has the, you know, I got to actually just genuinely be able to kind of go through the time continuum and just check you know, places and time. Yeah. I think that'd be really rad. Just go to Woodstock this afternoon and then, you know what I mean? Go, go. Yeah. I think, yeah, I'd go time travel. Uh, it would be so interesting now that you, you bring up Woodstock, like with the work that I do, you know, a nonprofit and around addiction and everything right. else. And to be like, Oh my God, this is where the heroin epidemic really started. Isn't right? it? You know, or whatever. Be, yeah. 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 I think you could get such a, crazy amount of perspective on just like human history You're right with being able to do time travel like just go like be a fly on the wall for certain like you know pivotal events in human history and Would actually like take it in and feel the energy and everything 
yeah would you want to view your parents and the reason i ask like you bring up woodstock and my mom was at monterey pop when when jimmy yeah. you know the guitar yes. on fire oh that's amazing and uh, what was it ginger breaker blew up his drum set right yeah was, right yeah um yeah so it, I, I wonder like would i want to be there and be like wow Look at my mom. Oh, she was telling yeah. the truth. She didn't smoke pot, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I, I probably steer away from, yeah, certain, yeah, situations right. like that. I mean, it might be cool to see, like, my mom, I guess, was a bit of a hippie when she was, like, in her early 20s, but get a kick out of it. I don't know that. Yeah, that might be a little too close to home. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. yeah, and then there's, like, that butterfly effect of, if she sees me, what would happen? You know what I mean? Sure. So, yeah, I might steer clear of certain uh, situations. <laughs> yeah, bounce back. Jason, I'm totally in back to the future. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right? Uh, look yeah, at yeah. the photo. I'm disappearing. Yeah, exactly. Oh, shit. Oh, that's too funny. That's good. Um, Hey, what what is something people might be surprised to learn about you? A hobby. Hmm. I'm wondering if there's a hobby that you do and an interest that I'm not aware of. I don't know. We've gotten to know each other pretty well. Pretty well. Yeah. Like, I mean, I starting to get to the point where I can, I'm confident saying that I'm a, uh, a pretty damn good singer. Um, which I guess, yeah, no, I mean, I play in a band that has records out and stuff. So I guess it's not like a yes, super secret. I like Lego. Oh, you like yeah. Lego too. You never do told like me Lego, that. Yeah. Well, I showed you we had the uh, oh, that's right. camper van. Remember? Yeah. 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 I would go like the Lego route because that's not something I would necessarily tell anybody or everybody. You know what I mean? So, yeah, definitely am a big, big uh, fan of, of the, the Lego for sure. What's your favorite kit? Do you have one that you built? Been enjoying it. We're doing a lot of the Harry Potter recently. Uh, the There's like an A-frame cabin that we just completed as well. And it was based off, you know, they, people have like the ideas and then they send them to Lego and they kind of yeah. like decide which ones. So it was one of those, like a creator kit or whatever. And they, yeah, great job. They did a great job. I love like cabins and, you know, anything to do with like nature and camping and that sort of thing. Hence the camper van one that we had. <laughs> so yeah, that was, I think that one was very enjoyable to do. We, yeah, we had a good time with that. Right on. I dig it. Uh, the yeah. floor is yours, my friend. Anything else you'd want to drop? Yeah, man. I just really want to, you know, thank you for having me on. And it, yeah. it just felt like it was time, you know, I'm like, man, I'd love to just, so I really appreciate, you know, the audience that you guys have grown. I have a lot of respect for the work that you do and, and just the brand. So it's, uh, it's a big deal for me to be on the show again and, and thank you. Yeah. So thank you to you and the listeners and, and just the KDD brand and everything. Um, and just, yeah, anybody out there that got anything from this today, um, yeah, that's it's that's what it's all about. Like you say, this be of service. I, I'm just hoping any any little nuggets that you heard from Jason and I, a couple friends, you know, uh, riffing on some of this stuff. Ooh, yeah, yeah that makes makes me feel so fulfilled. So thank you, yeah. thanks for listening. Yeah, likewise, and yeah, please, hey, if you did, you know, reach out. That's the only way we know. Like totally, yeah. <laughs> I know we've please talked do. about this in our group. Yeah. Is like the only way yeah. someone's gonna know is if you yeah. tell them. That's yeah, isn't that isn't that so true? And it's like. Um, yeah, especially in the line of work that we do, it's so important that you, uh, you know, and I just want to, you know, I'm sure you're the same way, Jay. It's like, I'm not going to be pushy in the least. I really actually do want to hear from you. And, you know, I do a lot, a lot of end up doing a lot of like a free full coaching calls, but a lot of free coaching just in DMS and everything. So if there's yeah. just something that's bugging you and you need a second set of eyes or a perspective on, that's what I'm here for. I love doing that kind of stuff. So reach out and you're ne I'm never going to push any you know, it's yeah. not going to turn into a sales call with me. I promise that. Same. Yeah. The offering, yeah. <laughs> it, it, you know, it, it, you know what we do. The offering's there That's if right. you want it and you want 100%. to inquire, please yeah. do. Please right. do. And and Absolutely. Matt's got my full endorsement. I am not only a friend, I am a client. So, there we go. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> what was that? Love the it, men's man. warehouse, right? Yeah, yeah. That's right. Yes. Good reference. That uh, was good. Hey, everybody. Yeah. Remember, no outside solutions to inside problems and keep knocking doors down. Knockin', knockin doors down.